1: and through adaptable problem solving,
0: we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Rocket with Kieran Bracken and Nick Easter. The Rugby Podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously.
2: Hello and welcome to this episode of Rocket. Today myself and Nick are joined by sales Tom Curry, but first sporting
0: legend, Sir Ian Botham. Rocket with Kieran Bracken and Nick Easter. Uh, so Ian,
1: pleasure to have you on board the Rocket
3: um, yeah. <laughs> today. How are right. you, mate? All right, I'm just going to pass this over to. Can you just give that to Kat i just got my grandson bringing me from Australia, but I can
1: speak to him later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put put him on hold, mate. The family's not important. You heard Boris Johnson. Um, it's all about strangers in the park. Um, I thought you might have been passing a drink or something or uh, what, what was I saw on your Twitter yesterday you're filming a bit of drinking games going on in the backyard and I couldn't work <laughs> out what yeah. that member well what what member of the family was it and
3: what he put in his mouth what was it? Well it, it, it's uh, actually he's a big tough rugby player isn't he? Ricardo plays Ricardo. Oh <laughs> good
1: lad good lad Yeah so there you go
3: you rugby boys They're forwards and backs but um no, he's uh, he's playing number seven, uh, Cardiff Blues, uh, that's James. And he's getting extremely bored, but he had the whole egg. So his thing was, you know, the real boys put the egg in and eat the whole thing, and then thirty seconds, <laughs> 30 seconds later, boom, out it came. Yeah, it
1: so, wasn't it. Was it difficult he... of any sort or is it just a plain egg?
3: No, well, you have um you have a egg first, then a spoonful of sugar, and then a large whiskey. Oh.
1: Well, I mean, it's, it's the way it's the way to go isn't it in lockdown oh, wow. what,
2: what what you don't know is it, it ian you had um, we picked um an all-time sporting 15 from different sports who yeah, would make sure. make and and i don't know whether you whether he you knows but we had you as number eight uh nick easter he, he said listen you've got to have serene both the number eight i don't know <laughs> whether that how you how do you feel about that do you know what i mean well i'm very <laughs> honored
3: um very honoured, I think, no, I think in my younger days, but no, I think now I'm definitely a number eight. Good <laughs> yeah,
1: mate, big, big, big hitter, big hitter, soft good hands, um, give the backs an ass kicking and king of the socials. Well, I think, yeah, I'll probably cover that. <laughs> king of the socials, mate, you're the judge in the court, in the pseudo-court, yeah. that's for sure.
2: What's your take on, I mean, rugby's going through this very uncertain time, but
3: cricket must be pretty much the same. Yeah, we're, we're talking now uh, about uh, biosecure grounds. Uh, as chairman of Durham, um, I'm quite involved with it all this. And um, I don't actually really see us playing very much cricket, if any, this year. Uh, I think we're going to run out of time. Uh, although I'm a little, I'm not quite at all confused with the message from the government yesterday. So um, we'll wait and see how that pans out later on today. But um, we would love to play, even if it's just five games. Five championship games, red ball games, uh, the T20—you uh, could play that, but again, it would all be behind closed doors. Yeah,
1: there's no so way. So it's not the same, is it? Nah,
3: same, nah. Like. it's
1: like a training session, isn't it, rather than a game. No, exactly. I read something today. So, you know, you don't have to cover this too much. If you don't want to, but uh, Ian Chappell was coming out saying that he thinks that ball tampering should be allowed in the game. Well, I've never taken much notice of the interview. No, yeah, I was about to say what your relationship was like here. Obviously, big battles, big battles there. But they were talking about the saliva as well the last few weeks, weren't they? Um, You know, bowlers wanting to shine the ball and having a wax and not having saliva as part of the, you know, safety measures. I mean, you know, is it just, you know, content for content's sake or is it actually, you know, going to be a realistic way of doing it? I mean, everyone's going to be handling
3: it anyway. Yeah, exactly. So it's complete garbage, isn't it? Because as you say, the ball gets passed around all the time. So um, where do you draw the line? If it goes into the crowd. You know, Do you have to change that ball because it's been in the crowd? I mean, it's just it's a never ending, isn't it? So I don't think that will happen. Uh, but um, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, at the end of the day... He was a batsman, and uh, I, wouldn't, I don't think he'd be saying he could tamper with the ball if he was playing still today. How he just wants to hell- protect his averages, doesn't he? Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it does. It makes a hell of a difference. And, you know, it's an art. It's a skill to get it right. But when they do, the boys that were very good at it, it's um, amazing the difference you know, from going, being a flat, boring pitch, and suddenly this ball starts whooping around. Uh, it's a different game. I mean, just, just but, on that,
1: actually. Um, do, do you think it's harder for bowlers now? Um, just talking, probably about Test cricket, than it than it used to be. Um, you know, because there was more uncovered pitches, weren't there back in the day? Which uh, there was there wasn't a limit limitation to the bounce. Uh, there was probably a bit more ball tampering going on. Um, no helmets for some um, mm. very brave men or stupid, whatever you want to say. But uh, well, there were
3: helmets when I first started. Helmets were unheard of.
1: Yeah, I mean, do you, do you think it's it's easier for
3: batsmen now? It's much more in favour of batsmen. I think that uh, batsmen that, uh, can hang around a bit more. They feel a bit more confident uh, with the helmet on. Um, but uh, I think it's here to stay. It, it makes sense, you know, the people. Uh, but the problem is that most guys, if you watch them when they have a helmet and the bounce, the ball bounce is bounced at them. just literally quite often just go like that and turn their back Mm. you know they don't watch the ball and if you did that before helmets well you wouldn't play very long would you so (laughs) uh, (laughs) so, um i I think that yes it gives them more protection but do they play as well as they used to probably not Mm. it's it's some batsmen benefit from it uh tailenders benefit from it safety wise as well they're not very good. A lot of the guys are quite sure which end of the bat to hold. But the number 11, we used to know them, have gone from the game. You know, these guys all work on their batting. They can all bat a bit now. It, well, it's just, it's, just about all of them, yeah. <laughs> just about all of them. So the yeah, there's one or of two to bring to mind, yeah. <laughs> so there's not much to
2: commentate at the moment. Just, just, just a question, uh, and probably final question, really, about... Um, how are you enjoying lockdown, um, you know? And, and secondly, I know you're doing a lot for your charity. I remember seeing on the news years ago and I looked up your charity and I'm staggered by the amount of miles you covered with your, with your walking, but also now you've got this virtual walk you're asking people to do. But just tell us a little bit, a little bit about your charity. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm staggered by the amount of miles you used to do, you know,
3: over those years. Well, we, we did seventeen walks in total. Um, yeah. How many thousands of miles we did, and with the training as well, because uh, he used to go training walking every day if I could, um, especially in the build up to one of the big walks. So we did a lot of mileage. Um, what we're asking you—the know, virtual walk—it's it's, it's pretty impossible to do it on the open roads so as we did uh, many years ago. Uh, so it was a problem, uh, but uh, the intensity of traffic and People getting more and more impatient, and you're holding them up and causing track. So that that really can't be done. But you can do the virtual uh, walking. So you can either do it on a treadmill, yeah, uh, boring, or you can just mark, take. You can measure your distance as you walk nowadays quite easily uh, and very accurately. So um, there are many ways to do it, but it's just really to get people involved. Uh, walking yeah. is a great exercise as well.
1: Yeah, Yeah. And, and, now, and now you can go outside more than once you can yeah, of well,
3: miles easier yeah we're very lucky because we've got a quite a big property here the farm and um, what have you so we get we've always been able to exercise but what it must be like for people you know in who are stranded in inner cities uh, for those six weeks uh, it, i don't, uh, don't so if we want to get if we want to get involved so
2: where, where where do our listeners go to if you just want to tell us where to go so,
3: mate, all they've got to do is just go on to the webpage. Uh, both yeah. foundation, Beefy's Foundation, cool. and uh, it's self-explanatory. and make it as, um, as easy as we can for people to get involved. There's also uh, we're putting together a virtual um, uh, an auction where we're going to actually have people like Joe Root is going to do a uh, lesson in the nets. Uh, you've got uh, Dave Walder, uh, Newcastle. K- is- yeah. uh, we got uh, who else? We got um oh danny willett is going to do some uh, chipping and putting um, right who else? You,
2: oh me yeah i'm, I'm doing
3: it <laughs> what a wine taste
1: is it a wine <laughs> <taste>? <laughs>
3: yeah I mean, there's barbecue or wine tasting whatever we'll do we'll work it out whichever way it works well so we'll get the wine sent to the people who uh, bid for it and get in i think we'll do it probably myself and four maybe six see how it all pans out but uh yeah, we'll do a virtual wine tasting, and then who knows? Might even do it around a barbecue, whatever. Make it look more interesting.
1: Oh, sound like fantastic prizes, that and uh,
3: yeah, and and, yeah. A, and a
1: good time, a good time as well. I think there'll be uh, plenty to sign up. Hopefully,
3: well, I've just gone on the wagon as well because lockdown does take its toll. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, the weight, what's the weight gain in? Oh well, no more than two stone. (laughs) So I'm back into I'm on the wagon for a while, um, probably the next five six weeks. Uh, I've got to do do weeks anyway because of uh, being vulnerable with asthma and what have you. So uh, so I've got to sit sit it out for a bit longer than everyone else. Um, So yeah, it's yeah it does take its toll, boys. It does great for the wine sales though. yes (laughs) yes <laughs> online sales are enormous they're pumping it's fantastic from that point of view Mind you're struggling in south africa right you can't buy any uh booze i've got mates of mine sending me emails we, we still can't buy anything
1: yeah, yeah right. I'm, I'm back in london now but you're absolutely right yeah they're not selling alcohol i think it was absolute carnage in the uh mm. in the supermarkets to begin with riots and bricks being thrown and all that sort of stuff yeah. I don't think they were selling. I don't think they were selling cigarettes for a while in some as well. Which uh, well, that that wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah, well, I don't know, it's not a good idea in, in some of the parts there. But uh, they don't seem to be struggling with the same numbers and cases as we are. But uh, then no. again, I, I don't believe a lot about that counting. Um, <laughs> yeah, before, we, before we go in, um, yeah. oh, sorry, Ian, sorry, uh, Beefy legendary career. You know, one of my sporting heroes. Obviously, picture number eight. Quick question, you've been asked as many times. Best batsman you played with, best bowler you played with or against? Well, batsman is
3: either or. Well, Isaac Vivian Alexander Richards. Oh. Viv Richards, by far the best batsman. I was lucky enough not just to play internationally against him, but I, at, I played domestically with him. And uh, we had some great times with him, about uh, oh, 10 or 12 years down there together. Yeah. At least, maybe more, actually. But... Um, and I still keep in touch with him whenever I can. And uh, uh, he's, he's certainly in the right place for lockdown, sitting on the beach in Antigua. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, um, yeah, Viv, for all, in all formats of the game as well, he could adapt to 20 over games, 40 over, 50, 60 over test matches. His record was uh, exceptional in all those formats. So uh, Viv, and then you can take your pick, actually, There was about 12 of them and they were all uh, all about uh, six foot plus, Uh, Uh, about 100 miles an hour. And they were part of that magnificent West Indian setup where they uh, control the game really for probably, what, 15 years, where they were the best side in the world. Quickest bowlers, people go go right back to the start of it, the revolution. Michael Holding, Andrew Roberts, uh, Joel Garner, Colin Croft. And then you come through uh, the periods, Malcolm Marshall, Courtney Walsh, Curtly yeah, Ambrose, you know, the, the list goes on. So those guys were a real handful. The one I think that I would have found, I didn't play that much uh, against him before he did his shoulder, and that was uh, Joel Garner. Oh, yeah, yeah. When he first came on the scene, he was he was as quick as the other guys, but coming from about 12 feet up. The bounce <laughs> made it very, very difficult, and, and it hurt you when
2: it hit. Thanks right. very much, Ian. Yeah, really appreciated. Great,
0: great, great to finish off. Rocket with Kieran Bracken and Nick Easter, the brand new rugby podcast.
2: Our thanks to Sir Ian Botham. Don't forget, you can watch the full interview on our YouTube channel. Just search Rocket. Next up, myself and Nick catch up with Sales Tom Curry.
3: Hello,
1: Tom. Nick doing Kieran Bracken. How
2: yeah, you Tom? You right.
1: How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm not too bad, you? Yeah, uh, well, sort of trying to cope, mate, but probably not as bad as you, looking at that hairstyle. What's going on, mate? <laughs> have, you, have you lost your clippers, or you're not you not got up here? No, well, I've done my brother, to be fair, but no, I'm not letting anyone touch me. <laughs>
4: I'm going to try and take it back to when I was 10 and get it down to my shoulders. So,
0: uh, that
2: Are you living? Are you who are you living with? Are you locked down with your hair? Uh, don't look at my hair. This is this has got nothing to do with lockdown. This is just this is just the nature. So, are you living with your brother then? Are you training with your brother or? Uh,
4: yeah. So we we I say we all. have got a brother and sister. We've all come back to our parents. And uh, my brother's dragged his girlfriend back to his,
1: our parents as well. So uh, it's a pretty busy household. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you need mate. You need it to pass the time, don't you? Mate, how have you been coping from a conditioning point of view during this time?
4: Um, not too bad. I'm, in terms of, I'm quite lucky. I've got my brother, obviously, um, can do stuff within our rugby clubs down the road. So basically just running up and down there. We've got our cousin down the road as well. Yeah. Who, obviously within our, our social distancing, but running together, keeping it competitive. And then we've got a bike here as well, so just basically changing it up the whole time. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've done the same session twice yet. I say that, we see how long we're, we're in lockdown, but yeah, just basically keeping it varied and interesting, really.
2: Who, who wins the running, then? He's the, he's the best runner. <laughs> uh, me
4: at the minute, Ben's on his bulking phase, well, that's what he claims anyway. So ah.
1: He's, a, Is
4: he's it? a bit chunky.
1: Um, that's 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 why he's stuffing his face, is it? Mate, who's uh, who's winning the FIFA as well? I saw you took part in that rugby pass FIFA comp. How'd you get on? Uh, yeah, first round was out. Um, oh. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a great performance to be honest. Are you, so, are you are you mad keen mad keen on it like a lot of the boys are or? Is
4: it? Um, not necessarily. Just something that kind of you pick up in isolation. Really, it's it's a good way to. Kind of, without going too deep it's just a FIFA game but like talking to everyone and just staying in touch with people
1: yeah, um, yeah keeps
4: exactly. things competitive but uh, yeah kind of got a little bit addicted over this time
2: <laughs> I suppose you've been talked about quite a lot you know about uh, you know in the last six months obviously I had a great World Cup and coming back with England Six Nations and uh, you know big question Mark about playing out of position are you enjoying it? Is it would you prefer to be in a different position or how's it been for you a, lot, a lot's been talked about
4: um, yeah, obviously it's been varied, you know, going from six, seven in the last six nations to six to then eight. Um, yeah, it's different, but I'm sure, you know, as Nick knows, it, the, the back row relationship as a whole is probably the, the best thing to, to get out of it. Um, you know, whether that's a balance between, you know, how me, Courtney and Sam work, um, you know, whether that's Wilson there just chucking different people in, it's all about the balance um, from a personal point. Not much changes. I try to keep to myself uh, as true to myself as possible. Mm. Um, but naturally, there are going to be different things, you know, at the base of the scrum. Um, I might maybe find yourself in the backfield a bit more. Um, but at the end of the day, if, having um, a breather,
1: mate.
3: That's what you're doing. Yeah, that's what yeah
1: the exactly. And then when the conditioner comes up to you says, mate, what's going on with your, your running meters? And I've said, mate, I've got to hold the backfield. <laughs> got, you know, covered a kicking game. Got to help. Oh, yeah, of course you can. Yeah, you're okay. It was always a get out, wasn't it? The games, the games obviously moved on a hell of a lot since I played, and even more since Brax played. But yeah. just from a layman's point of view for our listeners, if you could give, what are the differences for the three back uh, three positions in the back row? You would just give key differences. You say not a lot changes. It is about the relationship, probably actually with your with your locks as well in terms of mm. that. Um, but if you were just sort of just summarise one difference for each position in terms of how it relates. Um,
4: So seven is basically non-stop. It's up, tackle, get around the corner, get into another tackle, uh, you know, hit a rock, get around the corner, carry, hit another breakdown. Um, Six is more... I say these are the teams we've been playing for in terms of, you know, how teams want you to play. Six is more you know, get around the corner, maybe hit a rock, and then probably pull to an edge and pull people inside you, you know, the bigger lads. And then, as you said, eight is kind of, you know, more in attack. It's kind of a variation between them both. Eight is very get around the corner and attack and then like a six in defence, tackle and then probably get to an edge and pull the bigger lads inside you just to get that structure and defence a bit more.
1: And I know from your comments, you're not going to say it, obviously that you prefer aix is the best position on the field. You know, it's the brains, the skill, the power, the leadership. The it's all there. The look, the look, you keep your looks in the backfield. You don't make the tackles like the seven. Mate, um, right, so if you, you and Ben, right? Who's playing six? Who's playing seven at Sale?
4: Oh, it's kind of changed. It used to be Ben was probably better at adapting to six. When we first started, so I'd play seven, Ben would play six, and now it's probably kind of changed. far as um, I'll play six and he'll probably play seven, probably because I can jump and he can't. Um, so it's kind of um, yeah, it's kind of changed. But I reckon obviously it's
1: down to Dimes, isn't it? No one's going to change Dimes' mind. <laughs> no, they're <laughs> but, not, mate. They're yeah. Not. And uh, have you have you got a good taste for all the brays as well um, up at sale? Now you got, uh, mate, you got a few of the lads that I was coaching last year up there. You got the Dupriya boys. Um, at Hooker um, yeah. Cooney as well. How have they how have they been fitting in? Because um, I play I play for Oral Mate, which you wouldn't have heard of, but uh, they were actually <laughs> sales, sales' main rival for a long, long time, certainly in the northwest. So I've lived up there. I absolutely loved it up there, and uh, great sense of humour, great people. How, how have they been fitting in to the cold northern weather and uh, you know the different sort of twangs and accents?
4: Um, yeah, I mean they they love complaining. <laughs> Um, let's probably start with that you do you do get a good sap out of them um monday morning um but yeah no i think you know the one thing dimes gets right with sale is you know he he knows his players and how everyone reacts um how everyone is so i think he's been really good in setting up this environment for the south africans to kind of do their own thing you see the dupree brothers um, they're very off the cuff, you know, picking the ball off the base, flinging it out of the backhand. Yeah, they can offload. they got footwork and offload, haven't they, for big boys? It's, it's uh, it is good to watch and it's good that they're happy and just keeping everyone happy. And I think that's when everyone plays their best, especially the the Saffers, really.
2: Yeah. I was coached, I was yes, the year at Saracens by uh, Steve Diamond. What a character he is. Uh, I mean, God, I mean, I, I don't know what he's like now, but... When we had him, we had all these internationals from around the world. He's pretty direct, isn't he? He he doesn't hold his punches, but uh, great character.
1: Mate, I remember playing Saracens when he was there, when you were at Watford. He came on the pitch to try and punch one of our players at (laughs) half-time. I can't remember who the player was. It was one of our players, Quinns. Quinns Saracens, 2006 probably or something. I can't remember the year. And he came on a pitch. He was obviously angry with something that was said because he, yes. he, he was coaching then, not up in the stands, down on the side, and obviously the verbals are flying about and everything, and he, he wasn't a happy man. I was absolutely taken aback. I was like, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Just walking on the pitch just to go and try and find one of our players to lamp him. <laughs> he's,
2: he's got a terrible nervous twitch, doesn't he? Because he does something with his mouth where he, he takes his teeth out, doesn't he? And he, he does this, like, gnawing. It's like, mate, especially when he's on TV. It's not a good look
4: no comment no comment
2: no comment sale so, so didn't have been flying this season and uh, you must be disappointed that uh, not had a chance to finish off the season really
4: yeah uh, I mean it's a bit of a weird one you know one more week and we we could have had you know in the final of that, that Prem Cup which would have been nice um, but I, you know it is what it is I'm pretty sure everyone's gutted but I think the main thing is just keeping that momentum going Um you know, it's a brilliant place to finish um, second, and you know, lots
1: of confidence going into next season. So, yeah, obviously, it is what it is. But, you know, and you've got you've got a good age profile, I think, as well, haven't you, with with, with the squad as well? I think um, you know what he's what Dimes has built there. You know, the, the quality of players that you've got, um, and you know, it's a hard place to go and play as well. You know, it's, it's a great home track for you guys, um, and as you say, you've got to maintain that momentum. Um, but you, but you're only going to get better. I mean. You know, you're what, 21, 22 now?
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah 22 now. You know, the Pria boys we spoke about are young. You know, Faf's still got plenty of years left in him as well. You know, the James is in the back line as well. You know, I'm not sure. How's, how's Yardie getting on, by the way? How's Yardie getting on?
4: Oh, he's good. I mean, everything, everything uh, he does is on social media, so I'm sure everyone knows. Um, is, is he turning up for time at, for physio yet or not? Yeah, no. To be fair, you know, it, credit to him. I know he, you know, he came in with probably, you know, this reputation, but you know, he's he's got stuck in. I think s- same again with what Dimes Dimes has done um, with the environment. He's kind of got to know him, learn about him, and you know, Yardie's you know, really stuck in it.
1: Man management, man management. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> so, 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 just from your your career at the moment, you're obviously a bit excited around the corner uh, with the Lions. I mean, you've had a great. English career and let's hope you get to the next World Cup. We just had uh, Sean Edwards on the phone talking about France and their chance and how well they're going. But, um, you know, from your point of view, have you got a bit of an eye on the Lions and selection? That must be something you're working towards.
4: Um, you know, these things come around so quickly you don't really have time to think about it, do you? Um, you know, four years ago I wasn't even thinking about the World Cup and then suddenly, you know, it's happened. So, um, yeah, these things are obviously in the distance, but you know, it's that old cliche, you can't really... It's day by day, getting better, and then whatever happens, happens, really. Um, but, yeah, no, it's exciting times, obviously, in rugby. It's exciting two
1: years. Um, but, yeah, we'll have to see what happens. And, mate, next time, stop buying Wilksy coffees, will you? you know, t- <laughs> tell him to dip into his own pocket as well. Tight, no, good, he's good. Tom, delight, uh, delightful to talk to you, mate. Uh, yeah. Fascinating stuff, and look, good luck with the uh, with the training. I don't think you have a problem with that, and uh, you know we hope to see obviously rugby back and running, and especially you on the pitch as well in the very near future.
0: Thanks Great. a lot, pal. Uh,
2: good luck well. for the Lions, mate. I'm sure you'll be there. Cheers, mate.
0: Thank you very much. Nice to meet you, lads. The brand new rugby podcast, Rocket, with Kieran Bracken and Nick Easter.
2: So thanks for listening to this episode of Rocket. Myself and Nick will be back next week with more rugby chats. Don't forget to subscribe, share and review the podcast. See you all next week.